0: we didn't have a lot of kind of real world learning opportunities and we didn't have a lot of experiences outside the classroom where we, where we were able to apply or connect kind of the theories of what we were studying to kind of the day-to-day application of how that actually comes to fruition. And so based on, you know, kind of not feeling we had a lot of resources or guidance as far as, you know, career, career goes, um, you know, we kind of had an idea of like, well, let's go out and talk to people.
1: That's Brian McAllister, co-founder of Road Trip Nation, our guest on today's episode of Designing Your Career and Life, Your Path to a Meaningful Life. It's a podcast brought to you by the UCLA Career Center. I'm your host, career and life coach, Jordan Manis. Each week, we feature an interview with diverse professionals discussing provocative career-related topics that inspire, transform, and empower you on a path towards a meaningful life. My guest today is Brian McAllister, co-founder of Road Trip Nation. Road Trip Nation creates content, products, and experiences to help individuals pursue fulfilling careers. How Road Trip Nation began is fascinating, and it all started when, upon graduation from college, Brian hit the road with two friends in an old green RV to interview leaders across America and learn how they got to where they are today. That road trip was featured in Forbes magazine and later turned into the book, Road Trip Nation, A Guide to Discovering Your Road in Life. The first book was released in 2003 and it was highly publicized through outlets like the NBC Today Show, CBS News, NPR, BBC News, Newsweek, USA Today, Outside Magazine, Esquire Magazine, and many others. Following the book launch, Brian co-founded Road Trip Nation to offer other students that same experiential learning opportunity. The independent organization produces a variety of annual live events, multimedia content productions, including the annual Road Trip Nation television series on PBS and the Road Trip Nation experience curriculum, which empowers students and educators in underserved communities to connect their education to the real world. And now, my conversation with Brian McAllister. So, Brian, I was uh, just thinking back. You hit the road with Road Trip on your first, when it wasn't even Road Trip Nation. I think it's 20 years. Is this, is this the two decades? Uh, are it you is. at 20 September. years now?
0: We, we've been on the road for 20 years come this September uh, 23rd, so to speak. It was, we did Our first interview was with... Uh, Gary Erickson, the founder and CEO of Cliff Bar Energy Bars, up in Berkeley. So he signed he signed our ceiling in the original motorhome on on nine twenty three oh one.
1: Wow, wow! It's co- coming up on twenty years. That's amazing. Yeah, um, I I ate his Cliff Bars for about ten years straight on my commute to work. The cool mint. Um, but what? Take me through uh, your thought process because even when you were in college, you knew. That you were on a path that just didn't feel right, and I don't want to put words into your mouth, but it felt like you felt the pressure and the noise of the outside world, and you just you just knew you needed to do something different, which which is why you went on this original road trip. Well, take me back to uh, the mindset of you in college.
0: Yeah, Jordan. I mean, I think a lot of the mindset that we that I had and, and that I shared with with my colleagues Nate and Mike. Um, that it, that eventually put us on the road is we just didn't really know learning opportunities, and we didn't have a lot of experiences outside the classroom where we where we were able to apply or connect kind of the theories of what we were studying to kind of the day to day application of how that actually comes to fruition. And so, based on you know, kind of not feeling we had a lot of resources or guidance as far as you know career career goes. Um, you know, we kind of had an idea of like, well, let's go out and talk to people and ask them like, well, how did you get to where you are? Like, you know, and, and look, we're like every, we're, we're very similar to many other college students and, and other, you know, kind of going through that period in a life where you're just trying to figure things out and you're kind of um, anxious about the unknown and, and kind of uncertain about, you know, how am I, you know, what am I going to do? And how do I get through this intersection in life of kind of, college, academia to career. And that was really, we were just very honest with where we were at. And so we just kind of felt, let's go talk to people and ask them, you know, were you, was there ever a time in your life that you were similar to us, you know? So that's kind of where we were at. You know, honestly, Jordan, I mean, it was one of those ideas that came out of a dorm room. I mean, it, it, it wasn't a business plan. You know, there's no way, you know, we really had the a, a model that we'd still be doing this 20 years later. It was very much of kind of short-term, you know, juniors in college and just trying to trying to get a better understanding as to how do we how do we connect and apply ourselves to kind of you know the real world.
1: Yeah, yeah. And I think also you really had this understanding that fulfillment came from being true to yourself and finding you know, a connection between the work you were doing and, and who, who you were as a person and the most important values to you. We, I imagine that was starting to be confirmed through the conversations you had on that initial trip, but also over the last two decades of hearing that. Talk to me a little bit about what your understanding was about, you know, what, what leads to fulfillment in a career.
0: Yeah, I mean, it was really what you just brought up, like fulfillment and in, in even our approach really anchored the last book that we wrote so we've written five books now the last one roadmap um, hit the new york times bestseller and it's really anchored on three kind of fundamental principles of let go define and become and you know there's a lot of letting go of the noise and expectations and stereotypes that our friends and family may inadvertently put on us that that we just have to go through that we have to let go of and to your point we call it the noise Um, but really define has to come down to who you are and where your interests are and where your interests lie. And I think for us going through our academic experience, there wasn't a lot of connecting, connecting, you know, connective tissue, so to speak, between what do you, what interests you, like, what's your motive, like what motivates you? And then aligning that to even a a degree or even a major, I mean, let alone a career. And so, so much of what we have now kind of unpacked Jordan is it's an interest for us. It's an interest-based approach. It's, it's really defining who you are, what makes you happy? What, what lights you up? What, what do you, what do you find yourself distracted doing? You know, what, what kind of magazines, you know, what's your Instagram, you know, what are your, what are your bol- you know, what are your boards full of? And there's, there's, there's patterns there. I don't know for us, Jordan, it was really our experiences on the road just kind of gave us a, A fundamental take on you really have to be led by your interests and your passions and and then you do have to find how to connect that to industries and the industries after experiencing and kind of getting some exposure jordan like look we were in college we didn't have a lot of exposure to a lot of these um areas of 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 industry or of the workplace that gets a lot of highlights you know I, i think a lot of times you read about wall street or you read about kind of these big fortune you know 500 companies but for us, it was really gaining a lot more exposure to the world. And with that said, the opportunities for careers became way more expansive than pigeonholing and compromise. You know, Jordan, it, it's, it's interesting. As I reflect back on that first road trip, we talked a lot about just kind of like, like a, a deferred life plan, which is you just five days a week, Monday, you know, not nine to five, Monday through Friday, you grind it out. So you can support your passion on Saturday and Sunday. So you can actually step away and and go out and, and, and enjoy your life. And we thought that doesn't seem to be the right approach. So we actually really questioned and wanted to gain insight on that integration.
1: Yeah. No. So much to unpack there. That's yeah. Right. That's, that's incredible. <laughs> you you said something about you know you're talking about work life integration. Um, really, not just. You know, working to live, uh, living to work, the, 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 the idea that you can take interest and in design thinking, there's a lot of this idea that your, your interests uh, and your passions, and, and we differentiate those by your interests are things you do in your free time, your passions are things you make time to do. And then by, by being led by your passions and finding a way to use those and master those and find a way to solve uh, issues for other people or society, that leads you to your purpose. And yeah. it sounds like you found similar uh, conclusions when talking to all these folks who had found fulfillment, that it wasn't about you know separating themselves, compartmentalizing the different parts of their personality but bringing it all together, is that accurate?
0: Yeah, absolutely is. I mean, I'm, I'm a huge fan of purpose um, and, and the role that it plays or, you know, a motivation or, and, and you know, Jordan, it's it's it can't be, you can't get complacent. I think sometimes passion can be a softball of like, it's great, that's what you're passionate about. You you do you do have to line out an academic path with a passion. You can't just sit back and use it as a as an excuse of, well, that's just not what I'm passionate about. I think for us, we have found that it does take work and there are sacrifices. Like it, it's not all just a glory train of like, oh, I'm just gonna pursue my passion and, and it all worked out. There, there, there needs to be a lot of, and this is where you know the third anchor of our kind of of our book and, and our approach is really to become. Like you can't you can't sit in the grandstands and watch the game and watch other people playing it and say oh one day that's just going to be me you do have to participate and especially with our with the digital space right you just can't consume a bunch of information and consume inspiration and it just happens and so I, I you've got you you know I'm a huge fan of passion of, uh, but you do have to begin to articulate what is that passion. For us, we boil it down to an interest, and then it's really building out a pathway around an interest that may lead to a four-year degree. And for a lot of students that we work with, Jordan, honestly, it might lead to a two-year degree or an associate degree, and there's nothing wrong with that. And I think. You know, 20 years ago when we started Road Trip, I think careers was was not as highlighted or it wasn't on the pedestal as it is today. But I think career has to be a north star for a lot of people who are trying to figure out what is the best the best academic path for them. Um, and with all the different you know options today, I just think and, and the cost of education, I just think it's really critical for both parents and students to really harness down that career and how you define a career and what you base a career on has to be a little bit more of a guiding principle than just, you know, uh, uh you know, for me, I, you know, I kind of, anyways, I, I just think, I think a career just has a difference. It, it has a different stake at the table these days than, than perhaps it did 20 years ago. So.
1: I agree. And, and what about for you, Brian? And we talk about values being really important. So you talked about interests, of course, skills and strengths plays into this. But then where the sweet spot is, the values play into it as well. So interests, values, and skills coming together. And, and for you and the career you've built for yourself, how are your values being met and fulfilled in the life you've created for yourself?
0: We, I mean, we're kind of living the dream, honestly. But I, I do think to unpack that, values play a critical role. And I think coming out of college, you're going to earn some stripes. And I think you're going to do a lot of different things you know, you're going to, you're going to grind. And I think that's all part of the, I think it's all part of the process. I, I think you've got to, you've, you've got to lean into some of these areas that perhaps in, in, in retrospect or in hindsight, you'll say, ah, oh, you know what? I stretched myself too far there. Um, But, but I do see values. I don't know, Jordan, I just have to kind of unpack that one a little bit, but I do see where, what I get to do today has a lot of the, the DNA of, of being on teams, being around great people um, and inspiring and encouraging people to do their highest and best work. And knowing that that's actually kind of maybe the outcome um, versus just kind of transactional, you know?
1: Yeah, yeah. Well, I think experience is so critical in helping folks define their values. You don't always know, you can't always articulate them until you've had a number of experiences. Though, from what you've said, maybe it was conscious, maybe it was subconscious, the idea of creativity, impact, flexibility, collaboration. These seem to be the values that were always important to you. And you've managed to create a life and a career that capitalizes on those. And it seems like that's why you maybe can actually use the phrase which you used, which is I'm living the dream. And there's so many students who hope to one day, you know, be looking back at their career and feeling that they've been fortunate and they've built something they're really proud of. Of course, not everyone wants to be an entrepreneur, but whether they want to be or not, what advice, what's, you know, would you give for some college students who are maybe feeling a little bit overwhelmed by the process of of figuring out their career and designing a life and career that is meaningful to them. What's, what's some of the best advice maybe you've ever heard or that you would feel is important to share with college students today?
0: I mean, one is work ethic and it kind of goes back to even, you know, credentials and degrees. I I think they're so important. It demonstrates and it provides a work ethic and um, time management. I'd also say too, there's fundamentals. You know, when you get out in the workplace, there's just fundamentals. And and honestly, Jordan, sometimes I wish that I would have been able to learn and develop some fundamentals by a role model, by having a mentor that I could look up to, that perhaps was closer in proximity than. So so we literally had to go on road trips to find them, and that it, that that was our outlet. So we we are very we are very much aligned to that relationship of having mentors. We had a different capacity because we weren't tied to the same work that they were. And so I, I just think from a career path, Jordan, I just think that a there's a lot to be gained from mentors and from mentoring. Um, There's an example that they can demonstrate. There's an approach that they can bring that isn't always, you know, that can't always be found in, in, in the, in the, in the, in the books. I mean, at the end of the day, each person has to kind of find their way through it. And, you know, hopefully we both can provide enough guidance and and, and um uh I don't know, um maybe some, some guardrails that that keeps pe- that keeps those individuals down a path that aligns to them. That's where it goes back to your interests. You to me, I just don't think you can stray far from your interests. You're gonna you're gonna end up in a, in, a, in a role that just doesn't connect and doesn't doesn't tick any of those boxes off. So I think you've got to keep yourself pretty grounded. And and that goes back to, I just think the best approach is try to get as much exposure as possible to all the different pathways and then take an interest and align those to those. And, and what we have found is the workforce is much more expansive than it is limiting. And I just think it's, it's kind of that unique approach to how, how do you figure that out?
1: Absolutely. And part of what you're talking about is is backed up by the research on grit and the fact that you'll overcome the challenges and obstacles that come your way uh, with much more success if you're interested in what you're doing, if you're truly interested. And so it comes back to that. And you also mentioned something very important about mentorship, um, which what is your advice for folks who are seeking a mentor? How would you seek one? What? What is you know the key to having a successful mentor mentee relationship?
0: Uh, don't don't overthink it so so don't don't you know it, it doesn't have to be a long-standing relationship um, uh, and um, be sincere about what you're really looking to get out of it but a mentoring relationship I just would try to keep it pure so like you're really there to to be mentored and to try to get some perspective and to try to to hear some models and an approach to leadership, or an approach to management, or an approach to the to to some real world experiences that other people have been able to have, and you get to garner from it. Couldn't agree more, Brian. What's
1: next for you? Your what's left on your career bucket list, your life bucket list? Give us a few from each.
0: Ooh, I don't know. I, this time, I, I'm so, I'm so. Um, enthusiastic about the work that we continue to do and how we evolve, um, a big, a big area is just how do we continue to, to sustain road trip nation, um, and, and build it. But I am thinking with my age, Jordan's like, what's second half, you know, like what's, what's the second half look like, you know, what's, what's the second act, you know, I mean, I just, I've I've been inspired by, you know, the late Kobe Bryant, you know, it's been a year now since we, since he's passed, but like post his very successful basketball career, he had so many other ventures happening. And so he was really gearing up for second, the second act. And so John, I just was super inspired by, by his approach that basketball kind of fulfilled an an area for him for a while. So for me right now, I'm still, I'm still kind of, you know, on the court, you know, trying to get to the finals, you know, but, um, I am trying to kind of look around the corner and saying, what, what's the second act look like, honestly? Um, and I, I don't know it at this point. I really don't know. I don't know. Probably, probably. I don't know if it'll involve a road trip or not.
1: <laughs> you never know. But if it's anything like the first act, as you're calling it, I'm sure it'll be exciting and successful and and filled with prototyping, which is a part of design thinking that's so important, trying different things out and finding Uh, what you're truly excited about and and what might add even more meaning to your life. So uh, Brian, thank you so much for joining us today. We wish you nothing but the best. If people want to learn more about you or road trip nation, what's the best place they can uh, go find that information.
0: Yeah, they can follow us. I mean, uh, probably the best is roadtripnation.com and check out our homepage and then you can follow the podcast and all the social feeds from there. Um, But yeah, it's probably the best way. Perfect. Or look for a green and blue motorhome when uh, when this pandemic starts to lift.
1: <laughs> you bet. All right. Thanks again, Brian. We hope you enjoyed today's conversation. Tune in to the next episode of Designing Your Career and Life for another provocative interview, discussing career-related topics that inspire, transform, and empower you on a path towards a meaningful life. Remember, every single one of you has a purpose. It's developed from your passion, and when one is on point with that purpose, it can help change the world for the better. I'm Jordan Manis reminding you to design your life or someone else will. See you next time.